Bottas is going to pick up pole position for the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. He wins the Saturday sprint. Mercedes pick up three points. Verstappen, the championship leader, extends his championship lead. And it's lights out and away we go. The Brazil race week coverage continues here at Lift and Coast. Um, I love sprint race. Uh, I wouldn't say that for me. This was the only exciting one. The other two were kind of lackluster. Some people love it. Some people hate it. It's definitely it's good, but this was the first exciting one. The last two were just like, well, Valtteri took off and Max took off. This one was actually exciting because you had to watch Lewis move up. We got, we got to see a lot in, 24, in 100 kilometers. And you know what? This week, for us here at Lift and Coast, covering all of the reactions has been a lot of fun. Like, I don't think anyone else, anyone else outside of F1 is putting out what we're putting out. Hopefully not, man. I mean, that's what we said. We want to be the best F1 podcast. So we're here. We're going to be here after every single qualifying, every single sprint race. We'll do our previews and we'll do every race week. So you guys can have three to four episodes, at least three every single race week and at least four winter sprints. Love it, especially when we got a triple header. But you know what? Let's talk about the sprint race. We're not talking about Lewis to begin with. I, hold on. I, I, I know you want to talk about Lewis. I, <laughs> I got to just talk about the FIA, the news that no, no, broke no, no, last no. night. Let's, let's bring it up when we get to Lewis. Let's talk about the top. We usually talk about the top. Half, All right, right, fine, fine, I know you fine. want to be on the Lewis train right now. Let's talk about our boy, Mr. Checked Out, a.k.a. Valtteri Bottas. Bro, he must have heard us talking. No. Because <laughs> Valtteri came out with... An incredible start. Obviously, we saw Max on the on the radio, the gearbox sync issue. Too bad, Max. You didn't you did not start well. And were and you our actually boy that Valtteri killed Valtteri? It. I think he just did his job. Valtteri did his job. Yeah. And he defended for a change. Yeah, but I mean, like, he didn't impress me. That's Valtteri did what he's supposed to do. Uh, yeah, that's why I said I wasn't impressed by him. Like yeah, I'm, I'm he's happy. in the fastest car on that track because of the straights. And we saw that there's about a 25 kilometer difference on straights in Mexico. Yeah. So the 15 difference in uh, the DRS doesn't make that much of a difference. So, I mean, to me, Valtteri just did his job. He, he did his job. He, he was he, safe. Max never really threatened him, though. Max didn't. Max knew there was too much risk trying to threaten because Max, there the closest, was way too much at stake. The closest he got was like half a second, which is still two or three car lengths. So he didn't impress me at all. I know Dale's going to come out here and say, Valtteri won a goddamn sprint race. Big whoop dee doo yeah, it's his second win for a sprint race. At the end of the day, I think um, what I... Valtteri did what he was supposed to do. I don't think Max pushed it that hard because it's not worth trying to overtake to potentially crash, and then there's a huge swing. But Valtteri had a good start, and that was that's what impressed me was his start. Did he have a good start, or did Max have a bad start? Well, we both looked at the replay, and you said that Max's start wasn't... Well, that's what we were saying live, but then we found out Max had a gear sync issue. So did yeah. he have a good start, or did Max have a bad... Those are questions you have to ask if we're being well, objective. Exactly. I think that I would Valtteri, like to see the Valtteri did have a good start. Max Max's start right off the jump was great. It was in the second part of his gear switches that... That he's slow. I would like to see the numbers like when they look at the point three because a great start is point three. So if Valtteri started point three four and Max started point four, whatever it was, and I don't think so. But you'd have to look at numbers to be objective. I um, love. I, I think I think Max played it safe, as you said. I think Valtteri had a good race, but I I don't think like it's anything to write home. Like no, that's what you expect from Valtteri. He's that a, is what he was 
paid to do in a Mercedes car. Yeah, like he didn't do anything crazy. He he showed up to work today. Yeah. Um, I love this track. I love the short run into turn one. There's so much traffic. It just means that there may be some fireworks. Five tomorrow. G's into a wall. Wow. Five G's. That's Five nothing. G's. Five nothing. G's into a wall. Five G's into a wall means that you know you drop. Yeah, to you the lose bottom. your tires. <laughs> uh, no, I think you lose your tires. I think you're done. Yeah, you, I think you're DNF. But this is what makes it so exciting. And Lewis Cross. No, no, no. Oh. Signs. Let's let's bring up signs first. So Lewis is next. Lewis is coming up. Signs killed it. Signs again. I think um, Ferrari. I don't know why they made these big changes. Like we're going into a new era. It's like a little t- too much, too late. Well, I'm, I'm sure the engines pr- probably still have their own thing, but they uh they look good, man. I mean, they look fast. Ferraris look fast. But why now? What do you mean? What do like, you mean, I mean, why now? you know, I'm sure if they could I'd be knocking the- on the McLaren saying to take a step back, but it's like, why is, why are we seeing this now instead of the last three years? Ferrari just possibly didn't have the engine six months ago. That's why now, That's why it's now. <laughs> it's just like, you are the team that has the resources. You've got everything. And it's like, why did you take till the end of an era when there's only a five, six races left when they've made these significant changes? It's like, y'all should have made these changes from But time. the engines don't change next year. It's the body's the car. car changes, yeah. No, the engines stay the same. It's still, I think yeah, it's, it's still a V6 You still have to create a new engine, though. No, you don't. But the main changes are the 18-inch wheels and the, and the and way the body, they're set up. Yeah. yeah, but you're acting like their engine work doesn't get to go into next year. <laughs> it's just my point that I'm trying to make here is Ferrari has the resources to make changes. Well, they were catching up from 2020's disaster. Like, <laughs> I, just, I just think that it starts with Bonato. Things he's not the man to lead well, that team. Well, clearly, that might be the case because he led them down that path. But clearly, he's made some improvements. And it's just kind of coincidental that he's not, you know, like ever since he's kind of been going back and forth, they've been doing better. But things don't happen at the snap of a drop, especially in F1 when you're making, when you're talking about engineering stuff. They've they've literally went from, what were they, like a sixth place team last year? Seventh place team? Yeah, I mean, last year, they literally They were were terrible. They could barely get into Q3. They were slow. Exactly. So they made their way up over the last year into... The third best car. Like, it's a good year for a Ferrari, right? Yeah, it, it's, j- a, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah, it's a good year. I mean, you got everything's relative, right? The, the you know, if Michael Schumacher was here today and could actually, you know, be a, a presence on the on the grid, yeah, he would be very disappointed in the Tafasi. He might be, but I mean, he went through it too, right? He, he's the one that brought up the two. But he leveled them up to a level where they should never, ever not be a top three team with the kind of money they have. I don't know about that. Schumacher, we've that, said it. They've always, I know, they but I'm saying, okay, top three. But Schumacher's that great. When you pull someone that great of an organization, things change. If Lewis yeah. leaves Mercedes and George is not what he's what he's been advertised as, Mercedes is gonna take a step back. Yeah, you're talking about the goat. He's still the goat right now, Schumacher. Lewis, if he takes the eighth, it's goat or the arguable goat, whatever you want to say. There's, he is one of the two goats. Definitely. So. Yeah, top three, yes. I thought you said championship. Yeah, no, you're, no, you're, top you're, you're accurate. Yeah. So now we move to Chuckle. How'd you feel about Chuckle? Um, I feel like Checo just chilled tonight today. Like he didn't really try to get into third. I think if Checo really wanted to get into third, he could have. It was an extra point that Red Bull lost. I think that too, but like you said with Max, I mean, we didn't think about this when we were watching the race. 
Why, why, why risk it? There was no need to risk anything because... You guys are in such a comfortable position. If Lewis finishes behind Max, if Lewis finishes in fifth or sixth next race, you guys get a constructor's lead and Max takes, yeah. takes a championship. There was... Red Bull is not a fan of the sprint. And you could tell that the way that they came out today, aside from Max's hiccup on the start, was they just wanted to play it safe and try to avoid any sort of contact. And Checo was the first one that the sprint messed over in Silverstone when he got exactly. spun out. So, so this is where tomorrow will be crazy because they will have to they will have to be somewhat aggressive to defend. Yeah, they will be. All right, I'll give you two minutes. All uh, right. My guy, Louie. So, you know, we obviously put out the pod yesterday. And then last night, the news broke that the FIA was conducting an investigation into mm-hmm. Lewis's DRS wing. They impounded his wing. We had to go through the entire night without any decision. We had to go through practice without any decision. And then the news breaks that Max gets fined 50,000 euros for being around the car, whatever that is. And then, of course, Lewis gets disqualified from his qualifying result, starting 20th on the grid. Mm -hmm. The rules are the rules. I'm not going to come on here and say that it's not fair because it is fair. But Lewis drove a hell of a sprint. He did. I mean... He was aggressive. His car looked like a class of its own. He had the best car... And he excelled in the best car. Yeah, I don't. He think was Valtteri. aggressive. He was. I mean, he went from twentieth to fifth. Yeah, I don't think Valtteri does it if Valtteri's at that back. So you got to give Lewis his flowers. I mean, he drove a really. And good. they and you know obviously the commentators, our, our boys Crofty and Bruno, like they're getting caught up into it and they're saying you know from time 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 again you see Lewis do this and it's like, he it was amazing and he crossed the line in fifth, and uh, Total came on the radio, and Lewis said it's not over. It's over. It's not over. It's over. Okay, if it's not over, put your money where your mouth is. What do you? What happens if? What happens if Max wins? Put your money I, I where your believe, mouth is. I gotta believe. I gotta believe. No, 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 a no, you, no, no, no. You, you keep saying it's not over. Let's put a little wager. It could be a friendly wager. Uh. Oh, how about this? We have. We may have a sponsor coming out. How about you have to wear a Max jersey for two episodes? Sure, I'll wear a Max jersey for two episodes. All right. If, okay. I'm saying it's not over. So if Max wins the championship, I will wear a Max jersey. If Max, if Lewis wins, I'll wear a Max jersey. All right, you heard it here. <laughs> so on the on our post race next season, it's either going to be me or you starting the season with a Max jersey. No, on. it doesn't have to be start a season. We'll we'll when whoever whoever wins, or we'll do it at the end of the year. Our last when we do a Saudi. I bet because I think. I honestly, there's there's literally decimals, hundreds of a point chance that Max might spin out or get hit by someone tomorrow, and it swings. There's everything. also a chance Lewis gets hit for sure. <laughs> I'm just um, even if Lu- even if he gets hit and Lewis finishes first, it's a three point difference for Lewis's swing. So what happens if there's a DNF though? That's what I said. If Max doesn't win, if Max doesn't finish, and Lewis wins number one. He's only up in the championship by three points. Exactly, but then we head to Qatar. Yeah, that's fine, but I'm just saying, like, it's over. That's all I'm saying. Aye. And, and if Max wins this race, I'm literally coming on here and singing. Na, 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 na. Hey, You hey, should be hey. rooting with me. No, but it's just, it's just like the Lewis delusionalness. Like, you texted me yesterday that, oh, it's all bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I said, rules are rules, bro. Like, 
What are you mad about? Well, if Mercedes, if Mercedes cheated, I then was it should upset be punished. with the at when I first read the report. The report made out that Max did something to his car. Okay, but, but so, how did Max do something to his car? So, for example, we're talking millimeters, and Max was seen touching Lewis's car. Yeah. So, but you can't take out millimeters by touching a car. What do you mean? It's a wing. You can move the wing. These cars are so... You they, can bend it, but that doesn't mean... But then you would see it's bent. So that is what I had thought. But then obviously when we spoke to that, I said the rules are the rules. Yeah, rules are the rules, but that's what I'm saying. And if Mercedes left it to that close, they should be penalized. I have no problem with... Yeah. The, I'm not being delusional on that. Once, just, I, once I knew the, the data... I just think it's over, bro. That's it. I just, I just know it's over. Like, Lewis made his mistakes. Also a little bit, like, everybody's going off about, like... Lewis is still in top form, but he's made so many mistakes this year. So it's like he should. I I actually, as a competitor, want to see Lewis lose as purely competitive, not as a, as my own interest because he's made so many mistakes. So yeah, I definitely. want to see him come back next year better because Baku, um, Alonzo, we can name countless mistakes Lewis has made that he typically doesn't make. Even um, when he didn't. Uh, when he spun out, remember when he spun out, I think it was in one of the early races. Yeah, we've only seen Lewis turn it up these last few races because it's like, oh, now it counts. Yeah. So it's like, if Lewis loses, we want to see him come back and do what Nicky Lauda did and, and win. And you, at the end of the day, I just don't want to see Max win. I, I hate, and now it's I coming hate closer it. and closer to that happening. I would hate to see Max win, but at the same time, it's like, I, I hate Chris Paul, but... I would have respected it because he was that good. Obviously, he didn't make the finals, but Max has been that good this year where it's like, okay, you respect I respect it. But Lewis hasn't been that good this year. Lewis has... The only reason Lewis loses this year is himself. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the only reason why I'm like... I, I, I dislike Max. I've said it multiple times, but I'm saying I would hate to see one stupid incident and Silverstone, and then when he got hit be the reason why someone that pretty much ran the season perfect other than those incidents. And then Lewis make all these mistakes and win. Like, to me, that just doesn't seem like... That's the one thing I dislike about F1, but this is the one thing that keeps it interesting. Yeah, and I think the reason that, obviously, I'm a Lewis fan, so it's, it's the entertainment. It's the fact that there's still a chance that Lewis could win. There is still a chance, 100%. There's a 99% chance that Max wins. But I'm holding out for the 1%. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So let's talk about the rest of the grid. I know you want to bring up the whole McLaren Ferrari. Well, Lando outperformed Leclerc. Yeah, Charles, um, you could tell, struggled. Science did his thing. Did Charles, did he struggle? Or was it just McLaren just better on this track? I don't know if McLaren was better because... They have um, the straight line speed. But, you know, what I was kind of impressed with was I didn't think that Lewis was going to get past both McLarens with the straight line speed of both Mercedes power unit. Their car is still faster. It's straight line speed is only based so much of a part, right? All yeah. the other aerodynamics. We I mean, yeah, we saw part. that with Haas. Obviously, Haas clocking in some top speeds. And yeah, speed we, trap, I mean, but we talked about it yeah, in yesterday's pod that so the aerodynamics of is what made gave Mercedes improvements, not the engine. So yeah. that that is a big reason why Mercedes is is had a lot of improvements. And yeah, I, I expected Lewis. I mean, I. I literally called, I think, on lap 12. I said he should make his way yeah. up to fifth. And he did. And I was really impressed by Lewis, man. Listen, I hope Lewis wins. But as just, like, competitor, I'm just like, Max deserves to win, bro. He's done He's done nothing wrong. He's killed it He's lost, year. like, 40 points because of Silverstone and when he got hit by Valtteri. And, again, Lewis made all the mistakes this year. 
we'll be doing postseason, and we will pinpoint it because you called it right, right from the jump. Baku is what lost Lewis this season. Yeah, Baku, Baku seems to be the turning point. But, I mean, we won't harp on it too much longer. Who, who else do we want to highlight? I mean, aside, this, this sprint was extremely entertaining. Um, you know, right from the jump, Valtteri, Sainz getting ahead, the whole climb for Lewis. That's what made the sprint so much fun. Um, you know, were there others that really did too much? It was the I mean, excitement it, it, of Sainz. It's not the excitement part. I mean, let's highlight, like, what's up with our boy, uh, your boy, Mr. Daddy's Money. Listen, this the course of this season has really put a spotlight on Lance Stroll. And Lance Stroll, I think the the only person that he can compete with is his teammate. And Vettel has outperformed and him his, all year long. And his team his teammate is competing with arguably the McLarens and the Alpines of the world while he's competing with the Williams of the world. Exactly. And that's the part that is really just showing me, okay, well. Last year, the racing point car obviously had an advantage. It obviously did. Because if you look at Lance Stroll from last year and you look at him this year, it's like, why is he not where Vettel is? Mm -hmm. Because he's not that good. Yeah, he's not that good. So he either has to develop as a driver or Aston Martin has to move on from him. And if Lawrence Stroll is a winner and a proper leader, and a true businessman, he will see that he needs to replace his son. So can we come on here and call Lance Stroll daddy's money? Um, we said it about Nikita. Yeah, you know what? He, we got to keep that same is, energy. I, I don't know Lance's background. Did he perform well in, in F2 and stuff like that? Uh, I mean, you've said Nikita performed and won at, at the previous levels. So it's like... You know, we've said Nikita's daddy's money, but we've also said that Nikita performed yeah. at the previous level. So I think with Lance, but I'm talking about obviously Rasmus. he's in this position because of his dad's money, and his dad's money has got him through his whole career. No, I'm saying if point. Lance doesn't get pulled off of Aston Martin. Because he should oh, be pulled off. If he doesn't get pulled off, he's being protected. He should be pulled off after this year. Because there are better drivers available. There 100% is. I, I, I would have... And if you're Aston and you want to get to the promised land, like you say... You got to make that decision. You would have been way better off of Valtteri and Seb. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's where I wanted Valtteri to go. Yeah, I mean, they were talking about swapping Lance to Mercedes, like, which was, to me, it was asinine. Listen, Toto is not that. Toto would never let that happen. Once you start to see the course of the season, I mean, it proves that he, he's got work to do. Yeah, we, yeah, Lance, I'm not a fan of Lance. We all know that. Let's talk about Ricardo, bro. What's he doing? Bro, he had like a couple flashes, two races. You're like, man, Ricardo, there, that's the Ricardo that, you know, we've been waiting for since Red Bull. But <laughs> I feel like Ricardo's never coming back. And I, you know, we make fun of Ricardo before, but like when we were making fun of him for like the episode where we talked about Bottas and him being similar, I've actually liked taken a liking to Danny so much more because of the whole Texas accent. Oh, you, you gotta love Danny as just a fun... He's he's hilarious. Yeah, I know. I love his, his, his whole humor. It, it feels like it's just like I, I really started... To, he started to grow on me and now I'm just like, it just sucks to see him in 10th. Like, he's just sitting in 10th. He's a very likable guy, but his performance is bad. And I think that 
whenever his stint is done with McLaren, and who knows, maybe next year he surprises everyone. I think it's highly unlikely. I don't know who else wants him in F1. He's like, not only is he sloppy seconds now, he's like sloppy fits because he's been washed. I think he signed now. a three-year deal though, didn't he? Or two? Yeah, at least he has. I, at least he has a two-year deal. Two he has more years, more, I think. Yeah, so I think he's safe for a little bit. I don't think he's done. I think he's having a rough patch. I think McLaren's also lost a step, as we discussed online. And I believe podcast. it was his choice to leave Red Bull. Yes, it was. He should never have left Red Bull. But why? He thought he was so good that he could go elsewhere and win, and obviously that's not the case. So in hindsight, obviously, he, I mean, he literally took Renault to fourth or fifth last year. That was the highlight of the year. I think no, he, he got one podium. Yeah, so I said like he 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 took a bad car and did something with it last year. I wouldn't say he did something. He had one podium and a lot. I of I think they races. finished fourth or fifth. No, they didn't. Pretty sure they finished fifth. Yeah, you they had finished Mercedes, right. Mercedes, Red Bull, McLaren, McLaren, at, Racing Point, and then Renault. Um, I think Ferrari was fifth. Renault. It was There's Renault. no way. I'm not. There's no way the Ferrari finished below Renault. I'm 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 pretty sure it's Renault. Let's see. Let's see. I, pull I, up. I, I, I'm gonna pull it up, but I'm I'm 99 sure it was Renault. They finished 14 points behind Racing Point. He did something. I'm just saying, Danny Ricardo, he did something with nothing. I don't know what's going on with McLaren. I'm going to judge Danny off of next year. Yeah, because like, they say the first year, you got to figure it out. Yeah, blah, you got to figure out the car, right? Uh, but I'm just saying, like, he had such a high stint, and he dropped down, and I, I like Danny, and now I'm just like, what's going on with Danny? But, yeah, I mean, like, just like I'm not going to really judge Checo until next year. True. Because your car has to be set up towards you. I mean, that's the one thing we learned is that Max and Checo, there's a clear disparity between Checo at the beginning of the year and now because he's actually on pace with those guys in terms of pure raw speed and qualifying. He's only off by three-tenths of a second or something. Like, he's where he should be against arguably the greatest racer of today's generation and Lewis Hamilton. And I mean, like, not the greatest, but the best young driver, Max Verstappen. Yeah. And then the, great, the greatest racer of the modern era, if you want to say uh, Schumacher's a little bit of a different era, so... I definitely think that we need to give Ricardo next year as his reading point, but no, nah, man, I'm disappointed for my papaya orange because Ricardo's just shitting the bed. Yeah. When you look at the papaya orange, the future with Lando is bright. It's like, I, I'm actually very eager to see who will be Lando's running mate in two years. If I had to take a guess, it's probably still going to be Danny. Still be Danny? I still think it'll be Danny. Wow. There's something to be said about the old... Vi- uh, aging veteran, if he can perform decently, he's going to play like a Checo role. I don't think Danny is much worse than Checo. I think they're like the same type of driver. I think Valtteri, Danny, Checo, Seb are all the same level. And you don't want, do you really want two hot shots? Do you really want George and Lando suiting up together? Yeah. I mean, the, the, really the only time we've seen this in the last 10 years is with Nico and Lewis. Yeah. And then, and then, we saw that happened. Yeah, that it worked was a disaster. Out there. Yeah, it was a disaster. So, no, I think it's going to be someone like Danny, Checo, maybe if Seb finds his way to pull it together. I think a lot of teams want to take one young driver that's a hot talent and one. You said this the other day off uh, the pod. We always say, like, Vettel's so old, and he's younger than Lewis. He is. but it's crazy, bro. But Lewis is in a different tier. If Lewis wasn't doing well, I'd put him in that same category, but yeah. he's doing well too, right? So but it's like Seb's really not that old then. I, you know what? If I had a hot take, it would be Lando, and he would return with signs. Really? So I know Mick's getting a Ferrari seat if he continues to improve. They're going to give him a shot. 
Mick will it'll be Mick and Charles. And then Signs will have be a free agent. I'm pretty sure he would sign back to, back to McLaren because he's gonna hit that Danny stage. I think right now he's like between the Max age and the Danny age. In two years, he's gonna be like that 31, 32, and he'll take. For reals. Yeah, I can see Signs returning. So let's close off. We got race day tomorrow. I got no. I gotta. I gotta say rest in peace to my boy George. I'm sad, man. Why? He's just like, what's going on with my boy George? I, I told know, you he's checked out. Bro. I know, but it's like, come on, George, bro, like. You can't be doing it like this. <laughs> bro, he, he's thinking about the Mercedes, bro. What'd you think of, obviously, Nikita and his crying? Like, what, do you have anything to th- I think Nikita Haas? is um, a very competitive individual. And I think the fact that he comes from this, this family of high expectations, I think he's crumbling under the pressure of not performing in F1. Yeah. That could and be you know that. what? You're in a Haas, but to him in his mind, it's probably just destroying and eating eating away at him. And he said in the pod with Beyond the Grid, like, he's not having fun. Mm-hmm. So maybe he just says, forget it. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you want to sign off with? Big race tomorrow. We back. Actually, before you say that, we give Haas the most airtime, don't we? Bro, Gunter's in the scrapyards. He needs it, fam. Yeah, no, no, but like seriously, I think we give Haas the most airtime they get on any Listen, F1 content. Haas gets the love here. I think Haas gets at least two or three discussions every single podcast. We, from we may have to reach out to Gene. No, I want Gunther on, bro. I don't even want Gene. Nah, I, I'm reaching out to Gene so that he can send some sponsorship dollars to lift it. Sponsored, but then we can't say anything about Gunther in the scrapyards, bro. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we can't go, Gene, Gene. I bunch of wankers, bunch of wankers. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's sign off. What do you got? All right, big race tomorrow. Um, it's either going to be a clear-cut max win, um, and the only way that doesn't happen is if there is a little, you know, mix-up at turn one. Um, Are you talking about the race or the championship? I'm talking about the race tomorrow. Okay, so let me ask you this. What do you think? Of, you don't think Valtteri's going to win? Uh, no. Impossible. I, I do think Valtteri has a chance because he's with the better team. Oh, bro, I wish. I wish. Don't I you think Mercedes that. has a better strategy? Bro, we're talking about Valtteri. I understand Mercedes that. has the best strategy. But, but if, he goes, if he goes through round one, right? If he, get, if he gets through, sorry, turn one. So what happened today is going to be flipped tomorrow. Wait. We, the only reason that happened is because the gearbox. We, we have to bring that up. You can't just say it's, it's going to be flipped. Max's gearbox is not. We saw safe. what happened in Mexico. Mexico is 1.2 kilometers straight. This was a small straight, bro. Well, but anyways, I'm gonna ask you. Second place on this track starts on the inside. I hear you, but if you're fast enough, you get the inside line, and you have to give way, well, right? I, well, I hope that's the case. And if he doesn't, hopefully Valtteri Max go boom boom. <laughs> if if Max just rips through the inside and Valtteri does what he did in Mexico, just like doesn't even try to turn in, I'll be furious. But if he does, Valtteri, it's got to be your parting gift. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. So you have Max winning. I got Max winning unless there's, an, there's a crash. And where do you have Lewis? Um, Lewis is going to finish second or third. He's going to podium. Yeah. I think, I'm, I'm, I, think, I think I'm along the same lines. I got Max one, Valtteri two, and Lewis three. Yeah. I think that's what it looks like for me tomorrow. And you know what? Let's hope there's some yellow flags, potentially a red flag, and let's spice it up. Yellow flags and red flags. Let's spice it up tomorrow. I hope, though, if, if there's a It's going to be a flag, hot day in Brazil. 
Well, that's what they said about the weekend, and it hasn't been that hot. T- tomorrow is apparently going to be like, you know, feeling close to 30 degrees Celsius. I'm just hoping that, you know, 5G's into a wall. That's All it. Right. <laughs> you think we're going to cancel for Louis this? As Louis says, still, still I rise, still we rise, whatever it is. It's time, it's time to deliver tomorrow, bro. It's over, bro, but we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Till tomorrow. Peace.